You're listening to the Naptime Empires podcast with my mom, Nikki Ellidge Brown. Mom, your show's on. Thanks, bud. I got it from here. Welcome to the Naptime Empires podcast, refreshingly honest conversations on the realities of parenthood and entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Nikki Ellidge Brown. Let's get started. At the time I'm recording this, it's that time of year where everybody is thinking about what do you want to do and what do you need or want to create in order to feel really good about how you're ending this year and to feel really good about how you're rolling into the next one. You know, clear, grounded, capable. Those are all the things that I envision that I really want to feel really good. That's how I define it. Starting the next year. And so there are lots of conversations going on right now about plans for the next year. And I see people talking about podcasts and books and videos are just showing up in a more consistent way, speaking up and using their voices. And I think that's amazing. I mean, that's what my whole last episode was about, right? It's the difference between you and them, the proverbial them air quotes. And I said, just close notes in case you haven't listened to it yet, that the difference is just that them, they made a decision to do the darn thing as opposed to thinking about it and talking themselves out of it. And the logical next step where I want to catch you right now with this conversation is I think it's great if you're feeling really excited about taking action and doing the thing. But just like the other night, we went to a friend's house and we were walking up the path and there was some dog poop on the on the sidewalk. And I was just a few steps ahead of Bryson. So I was like, hey, buddy, watch out, you know, watch your step. So this is my version of that. I'm saying I'm a few steps ahead and I'm saying, hey, buddy, watch your step. I want you to watch out for this next pitfall, potential obstacle, potential trap, which you could let stop you in your tracks. So I don't want you to do that the world, like collectively speaking on behalf of everyone else, we don't want you to do that. So in this episode, I want to talk about some helpful reframes for if and when you're feeling like your voice doesn't matter, you're just one in, you know, a voice in the crowd, there's so much noise. And so you're starting to feel maybe a bit self-conscious that, well, so-and-so is already talking about this, or there's already so many stylists, or there's already so many nutritionists, or there's already so many photographers talking about photography, or there's already insert your passion zone of genius here. And if you're talking yourself out, you were excited about it. But now that it's getting closer to actually happening, you might be talking yourself out of using your voice because you feel like everything's already been said. And that's what I want to talk about today to kind of help you have this episode on speed dial whenever that voice creeps into your head. Because your voice does matter. And I know it's easy to be like, well, okay, it's almost like pollution to just keep putting your stuff out there if it's like, oh, but everybody, oh, it's already so noisy out there. Okay, well, I mean, pollution is a real thing that matters. But this in particular, it's not the same thing. I mean, if you were actually just putting stuff out there because you feel like you have to put stuff out there and you don't really care about what you're putting out there, well then, yeah, I don't think you need to just fill the air with words. But if you have something you're excited about and you want to share it and you're talking yourself out of it just because other people have shared it, I want you to consider these three things. Number one, somebody literally needs to hear it from you because if they don't hear it, air quotes, it from you, they're never going to hear it. You may think that all of us know 
everyone that you know, or that we know everything that you know, because you're blinded by the familiar. But we don't know. That really amazing thing that you learned, that simple hack or trick, or just that story that transformed how you look at the world, we don't actually know that. And unless you share it, we won't ever. I was just Googling some stuff on adrenal fatigue. I don't know that I have it. I'll keep you posted. But I was Googling some stuff on that the other day and I saw a blog and she was like, I hope more people will share our stories because that's how people are going to know. I'm like, yeah, that's true. That's real stuff. Like when I had a miscarriage in 2014, I was Googling stories because it was just helping me feel less alone. And I'm so thankful for the women who had shared their stories. I'll link mine up in the show notes, by the way, if that's something that you've been through or you're going through or a friend is going through. I was so thankful for the women who had spoken up and shared their stories because it made me feel less alone when I was looking for information in that particular area, right? And it's just because they chose to share. And sometimes it was just for themselves. You know, a couple episodes back, I said, do it for you. Sometimes it's just cathartic to write and share your own story. But usually that's the stuff when we're doing it for us, that's usually the most powerful stuff because when we're doing it for us, pretty much guaranteed it is actually going to serve and help someone else. So anyway, all that to say, someone is only going to hear it from you. At the 90 day year event in Vegas last year, feels like a lifetime ago, Scott Hoffman, who's a book agent, drew a triangle. It was such a helpful illustration and it's really stuck with me. So he drew a triangle. He was talking about why, you know, again, you could be talking yourself out of writing a book because there's already so many books on this thing. So imagine drawing a triangle and on one side, it's the message on one, it's the messenger. And then on the third tip, it's the moment. And what he was saying is it has to be the right message, the right messenger and the right moment for someone. And so even if your message is the same as someone else's, then it's the messenger that can reach them. And that's what I'm saying with this first point. It's the way that you present it, the fact that you present it and someone's never going to know your mentor unless and until you introduce them. You know what I mean? The messenger is different. He was using the example of cookbooks and it was like one's a more stay at home mom kind of vibe. And the other one's like a dude who spends all kinds of hours in the gym and their message could be the same, but it's the messenger that's going to attract different people. And then also what I really like is the moment. So for example, talking about everything's already been said, I've said this exact message in various forms on my blog over the years. So 2013, I wrote a blog, how to overcome the everything's been said factor. 2014, I did a video on this in front of my Christmas tree because I was using the example of Christmas songs and how Silent Night, I didn't realize, I Googled and did some research before I did the video, but Silent Night is like the most recorded Christmas song. That's actually what inspired the video back then because I had been switching gears and listening to a lot of Christmas music and I was like, wow, everybody's singing the same songs, but it's a different voice that's resonating with people. And so I was thinking, you know, I was Googling it. So Silent Night is the most recorded Christmas song, but like Jingle Bells, for example, is been recorded by Taylor Swift to Twisted Sister and everyone in between. And that's okay. It's just a different voice. It's a different messenger. So you are literally going to be the only person possibly that they can hear it from. If you don't say it, speak it, share it, then certain people are never going to be exposed to that nugget, that shift, that feeling. 
Okay, so that's one reframe. If you find yourself sitting out, think, well, they may only ever hear from me. So if I don't say it, speak it, share it, then they'll never hear it. Okay, I totally distracted myself. But what I was saying there was the moment. So you may have, everything's already been said. I've already said this message years ago, but I'm saying it again because now I have a new frame of reference. The window through which I see the world has been seasoned by the last few years of my life. I wouldn't have had this triangle example of the message, the messenger, and the moment from Scott Hoffman. And so it's a different moment. Maybe you didn't know me in 2014 or 13, and you've never seen this video, which I will link to in the show notes, by the way. It'll be naptimeempires.com slash 036. But it's a different moment. So my message is a little bit different because it's a new moment in my life. Or maybe you did know me back then and you listened to the video, but now you're at a different place in your life and you go back and listen to the exact same message from that moment and it resonates in a different way. If you read a book, you know, at a new point in your life, it's going to hit you and you're going to have different divine downloads and takeaways than you would if you read it three years ago or 15 years ago, whatever it is. Okay. Some people will only literally hear it from you. The other thing is some people are only going to get it. It's only going to land. Some people will only understand it in the way that you share it. So one of the bits of feedback that I love to get from students in a course about copy and also just back in the day when I would do actual like college teaching and I would get my evaluations, it would be like, she made it so easy for me to understand. I thought I was going to hate this class and I actually loved it. And that's the kind of stuff that I was like, oh, this is so great because I could take something that might be a little snoozeworthy or boring or seem intimidating or hard. And then the way that I could describe it would help me feel doable and approachable. And I love that. That's like, again, as a communication on a meta perspective, I love being able to do that. But we're all able to do that because of, I'm drawing a little window here, the frame of reference, the stories, life experiences, insights, and perspectives that you have, no one else has. And back in my college course days, I would use my husband as an example. He wasn't my husband yet, but he's an identical twin. So I'd be like, even my husband and his identical twin brother, they're two very different people. Of course, they have a lot in common and they've lived very parallel lives, but they have two different frames of reference and the way they could explain something to you would be different. So we need to own that, that you have unique differences from the so-and-so the next tab over. And some people are really, it's going to just be like light bulb moment because of the way that you describe it. And part of what inspired this moment of me recording this today was that earlier I was responding to an email and I was talking about the growth versus the fixed mindset. And I was trying to Google it to find just like a super simple way that somebody described it. And all the articles and all the results that I found, I was just like, oh my gosh, people, can we say this in fewer words? Is there some kind of infographic? And I'm sure there is. And I just wasn't looking. And I know Todd actually, Herman has some. And I'll link to that in case you're curious. But Anyway, I was like, come on, somebody speak up on this one particular concept and explain it in a way that's easier to digest. Let's do this. Somebody do it. Somebody speak up, you know, because everything else was just kind of long winded and complicated and it doesn't have to be. So if somebody would speak up and fill that gap, a whole lot more people would have access to that information and be able to actually understand and use it somehow to make their lives better. And that's the same thing for your dreamies. So some will only literally hear it from you. Some will only understand it if they hear it from you. And the final point is that it's okay for them to hear it from multiple people. We need 
repetition. It's okay for me to be sharing a message that I've already shared because we need repetition. We need to hear things over and over. Life is busy. There's stuff going on. You might be doing the dishes or driving or walking or who knows wedding while you're listening to this. And if you listen to it again, or if you hear it from another messenger, then it's just going to help you again, receive it, spark it, use it that much more. So this is where it's easy to get in the competitive scarcity mindset. For example, if you have a course and someone else has a course on the same topic, well, okay, that's fine because you have a unique perspective. What you bring to the table is going to be different. Your approach is different than someone else who's teaching the same thing. There are lots of courses that help people write copy, but I don't know of any that teach it in the way that I do. Well, honestly, I just don't even look because it's just, it doesn't feel fun for me to look and like do the research and analysis or whatever. But I think it's great if people want to learn from me and another course on communication or on copy, whatever it is, I think that's fantastic. If they want to hashtag abundance, it's whatever they need to get the message. And sometimes we need to hear it from multiple sources before it clicks. So don't feel like just because so-and-so has already done this. I mean, again, I should have said this disclaimer. Obviously, I'm not encouraging you to steal or infringe on anyone's intellectual property. Okay, so that's not what I'm saying. But I think you already know that. I'm just saying that it's okay. Some people are just going to want to prefer to hear it from you and. It's both and. It's not either or. Sometimes it is only you. Sometimes, like I said, they will only literally hear it if you say it. Sometimes people will only figuratively hear it if you say it, like it's only going to land. And in one of the blog posts, I used the example, I don't know if you've ever seen Father of the Bride, but she's going on a date and her dad played by Steve Martin. He's like suggesting that she wears a jacket and she's like, no, no, it's fine. But then her fiance is like, no, it really is cold. You should get a jacket. She was like, oh, okay, sure. And then she puts the jacket on. So it was the same moment, same message, but the different messenger. And that's where she was like, oh, okay, sure. And that's what you can be for your dreamies. It's what you will be for your dreamies. All that to say, I know that it's easy Again, to keep yourself on the sidelines, that's the theme of like the last however many episodes and it will continue to be because I feel like this is where people get stuck. We have all the information that we need more than what we need, but we're not taking action. And it's because of these mindset piles of poop, (laughs) the figurative piles of poop that we're just not actually going for it and getting to the door, you know, to actually walk through it. And so I want to just offer this up to you as some practical, logical reframes just to encourage you that your voice does matter. I mean, who are you? Like if people are saying, oh, it's so noisy, eye roll, eye roll, it's so saturated, it's so whatever, but people are still putting themselves out there. So who are they to put themselves out there and you're not? Like, no, you can choose yourself. Again, this goes back to the last message. Your voice is just as valuable as anyone else's. So if you could just get over yourself, please, that would be great. Thanks. Really, I hope this was helpful for you. Let me know if you join the group or if you just replied to any of my emails, then if I don't read it, my sister will pass it along to me so that I can. I just really feel strongly about this, especially this time of year. Like I said, anytime that you're thinking about new projects and putting yourself out there, this is one of those gremlins that comes up. 
quickly and it shows its head and then people just stop right there before they ever start. So this is why I wanted to address it now, address it early while you're in the zone, while you're in the planning phase, before you have a chance to rationalize and talk yourself out of it and say, they don't need me. There's enough of this out there. I just assure you, you have an audience that is unique to you that really is going to resonate in the way that you share, speak, and serve. And that's why you gotta do it. Thank you in advance for doing that. And thanks for spending some of your time with me today. I hope this was helpful. We'll continue the conversation in the group. Like I said, the inbox, I've been loving the messages over on Instagram. If you're not following me there, it's Instagram, you know, dot com slash Nikki Elledge Brown. I would love to hear from you. So message me, let me know what it is that you're putting out there. Send me a link to whatever it is of you putting your voice out there. It matters. We need you to do it. You've got this. Talk to you next time. This show may be over, but the conversation is just beginning. Head on over to naptimeempires.com slash Facebook so you can join my free... Wait, did I say free? I mean priceless, rapidly growing community of Naptime Empire Builders for deeper discussions, behind the scenes scoop, and of course, updates whenever I've got new stuff coming up for you naptimeempires.com slash Facebook. See you there. See you next time. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 